0: When you think of Emperor Palpatine's greatest enemies, who comes to mind? Some of you might be tempted to point at Grandmaster Yoda, who was Palpatine's final obstacle in the final days of the Republic. Others might say Mother Talzin, the Dathomirian Nightsister whose Force powers Palpatine actually feared. Out of all the countless possibilities, how many of you ignored other Force users and picked a politician instead? Because according to Palpatine himself, one of the toughest adversaries he ever faced was Bail Organa. The Senator from Naboo and the adoptive father of Leia Organa, Anakin's daughter. What made him such a thorn in Palpatine's side? And what else can we learn from his time serving in the Galactic Republic? That's what we'll discover today as we look at the complete life of Bail Organa. Since we know that Leia Organa was a princess, you might have assumed that Bail was born a king. But that's not quite true. Decades before the Clone Wars, Bale was born to the Prestor family on Alderaan. The world was one of the most ancient in the known galaxy, and one of the original members that founded the First Galactic Republic around 25,000 BBY. By Bale's time, the world of Alderaan earned its status as one of the leading voices in the galaxy. Its representatives had the ability to sway the entire Senate with a single speech. Something Alderanians had earned by their centuries of peaceful leadership. When he was only a boy, Bale met Breha Organa. Even at a young age, Bale was smitten with the princess, and after years of courting, the pair married. Although marrying someone like Bale wasn't a deal breaker for Breha's guardians, they weren't really thrilled by the idea of the Organa family name dying out. And Bale, always the kind and compassionate one, decided that it wasn't a terribly big deal to take on his wife's name. So, after marriage, Bale became known as Bale Organa, leaving his own surname of Prestor behind. While we don't know much of Bale's childhood, we can make a few guesses. If we look at Bale's life, he navigated the treacherous waters of politics in a very unique way. With sincerity, while senators from other planets spun lie after lie and entrenched themselves in schemes, Bale would often do the complete opposite. He would sympathetically lend his peers an ear, listen to their concerns, and honestly speak his mind on the matter. As a child, that simple earnestness was something that must have endeared him to his wife, Breha and his own curious personality was probably why he was so fascinated with the giant flying whales he read about from naval reports, known as purgils. As you can see, Bale was always interested in adventure and helping people. In the years before the Clone Wars, when Bale was just a junior senator, it was hard for his peers to dislike him. Even Count Dooku, the Jedi Master and eventual Sith Lord, thought that Organa was one of the few good ones in the Senate before he withdrew to lead the separatist movement. During those years, Bale showed just how honest, humble, and sincere he was as he worked alongside Padme Amidala and Mon Mothma, building a dynamic that would eventually survive the fall of the Republic and lay the foundations for the rebellion. And although most of the Senate loved Bale, they didn't love the Senate itself. In the months that preceded the First Battle of Genosis, Organa realized that he wouldn't be strong enough to retain all the planets in the Senate and watched helplessly as they fell one by one to the Separatist movement. But even during the war, Senator Bail Organa never forgot what made him so beloved. He was one of the few senators who wanted to find a peaceful way to end the war. While others wanted to increase military spending and grant Chancellor Palpatine even more power, Bail hoped for the opposite. He wanted to find a diplomatic solution, but that didn't mean he wouldn't help the Republic forces when push came to shove. Bale believed in the Republic and the Jedi that protected it, and he was always eager to help. When Grand Master Yoda or Obi-Wan Kenobi needed the Senator's aid, he would often lend a hand and vice versa, of course. Bale's love for the Jedi and his own personal relationship with Padme prompted him to save the lives of Yoda, Obi-Wan Kenobi, and assist in the hiding of Luke and Leia Skywalker in the aftermath of Order 66. Without Bale Organa, the surviving Jedi might have never survived, and the fate of the Skywalker twins could have been drastically darker. After Yoda and Obi-Wan departed from their respective new worlds, Bale returned to the Senate. Now, under the leadership of Emperor Palpatine, it had been reorganized into the Imperial Senate, something that Organa refused to tolerate. From the very first days of the Empire, Senator Bail Organa worked to undermine it. Whether he received word about Imperial troop movements, he was sure to notify the independent Rebel cells that needed the intel. Organa eventually recruited his friends into the action, and together they helped revolutionaries and rogue Jedi around the galaxy. Soon, this would lead him to Ahsoka Tano, who had left the Jedi Order before the final days of the Republic. After a tense first mission, Tano eventually joined Bail Organa's movement against the Empire and became the first intelligence officer for the Rebellion. As the years following the fall of the Republic passed, Bail managed to keep his double life a secret from the public. Although Emperor Palpatine surely knew that Alderaan and its royal family were aiding the rebellion, the Sith Lord couldn't do too much about it. Eventually, when Organa's daughter, Princess Leia, was dragged into the conflict and kidnapped by a group of bounty hunters, Bail was forced to take a risk, as we saw in the Obi-Wan Kenobi show. Desperate for help, Bail contacted Obi-Wan Kenobi knowing that the former Jedi Master was the only one who could save Leia. Even though Kenobi's missions to save Leia drew... Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting to your happy place, for a happy price, go to your happy price, Priceline. The attention of Darth Vader, and even his master Darth Sidious, Imperial forces continued to avoid Organa. Attacking the Alderanian royal family at that point was perhaps still too risky for Palpatine. But after the completion of the first Death Star, Palpatine felt much safer. The new battle station gave him the ability to destroy an entire planet with a single button, a feat that would force any rebels into submission. Even if Bail Organa became a celebrated martyr, Palpatine was sure that his Death Star would prevent rebels from acting up on Imperial planets. So under the careful order of Grand Moff Tarkin, Alderaan was destroyed, taking the lives of Bail and Breha Organa in the process. But their legacy, of course, didn't end there only a short while later, the Death Star itself would be destroyed, freeing the rest of the galaxy from the looming sense of dread and bringing Organa's dream of a new republic one step closer to reality. I definitely hope we get to see Bail Organa more in Star Wars shows, including the Andor show. If you guys remember at the end of Rogue One, he was referring to Obi-Wan Kenobi, I believe, when he said, He knows a friend. Hope you guys enjoyed this backstory on Bale Organa, and I hope you have a great day. Thanks for watching today's video. Until the next one, remember the Force will be with you. Always. Fill your distance.